This is Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Welcome to Leadership in Motion. In this episode, we'll discuss integrity. What is integrity? What does it actually mean? Integrity is the quality of being honest. It's having strong moral principles, morally upright. When you ask people about what is integrity, how can you describe someone with integrity, they always give you the same response most of the time. Someone of good character, someone that practices fairness, someone that is truthful, always truthful, somebody that you can always depend on. That's basically how someone with high integrity is described. Leaders in an organization that, that have high integrity earn trust, honor, and respect. People look up to those people. And you can't really be a successful manager, supervisor, or leader within any type of organization if you don't have integrity. What do you hear in organizations where leaders have high integrity? You often hear employees say, we're only doing this for you. They, they actually give their best effort. They actually, in some cases, go above and beyond what is expected of them, what is required of them, because of the fact that they feel loyalty to the leader with high integrity. Because they know that he's keeping an eye out for them. They know that he's looking out for their best well interest, that he's going to treat them fairly. If anything happens down the line, they know that he can be trusted. And trust is a big thing. Because when it comes to integrity, that trust is something that, despite the fact that a lot of people believe in redemption, I'll be honest with you, redemption doesn't really work. It honestly doesn't. If you lose your integrity because you lied to people, you lose your integrity because you did something wrong, you didn't follow the rules and regulations, you didn't treat people fairly, no amount of good work, good you know, talk is ever going to redeem you in the eyes of those employees. You're always going to be the one that, yeah, he was caught stealing. Yes, he was caught doing this. Once you lose your integrity, it's, it's hard to get it back. It really is. So for a leader within an organization, you need to have and hold yourself to a high standard of morals and principles. That's what integrity is. I remember one time when I was working for the Postal Service. This was many years ago. The Postal Service had a program to incentivize supervisors and managers to increase productivity. The program was okay. It wasn't really that bad. But the thing about it is, is that it was based on the fact that you had to go ahead and increase productivity. Now, the, the program worked well in little small plants and facilities. I'm talking about little tiny plants in some little tiny town somewhere where you only had maybe like about two or three zip codes and, and everything is pretty nice. But once you get to like a medium or a large 
plant and facility. Some place like New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, um, San Antonio, bigger cities. The program really didn't work because it, it ran on the principles of productivity. And if you're a post office, a distribution center that had multiple zip codes, in some cases, 10, 20, 30 different zip codes, and you're running mail for each and every zip code, as soon as you turn off that machine to go ahead and offload the mail and put on another zip code's mail to run, your productivity tends to drop and drop and drop. So the program didn't work for people of middle to upper and large postal facilities. Although the supervisors tried to get 90% productivity, it was actually impossible. I was a manager in this facility and, and we could see that despite our best efforts, we're not gonna be able to make the productivity figures. It's just impossible. The more zones you have, the, the faster your productivity drops. And it was nothing derogatory. There was nothing bad about what we were doing. We were doing what we had to do, but we just couldn't actually make it. But then we got a supervisor, uh, actually a manager that was above me, came from another city, and she had a plan on how to actually make those productivity figures. Okay, let's take a look at this and stuff. So she decided that she was going to take about five mail processing machines and run pristine mail over and over and over again. So the more you run the same mail, perfect mail, through these machines, the productivity on those machines would actually hit 100%. As long as you don't turn it off, you just keep on feeding the mail, you keep on recycling the mail, the, the productivity of those machines offset the productivity of other machines, which in a way made it possible to get to those productivity figures that we needed to get to, to get the bonuses. The supervisors would stand to get about $5,000. For myself, I would to stand to, to make between ten and maybe $12,000. The manager above me, about 15000 The plant manager would have made about $50,000 in bonuses. But the problem there was that by running the mail over and over and over again and not sending it out the way you're supposed to, it was actually falsifying productivity figures. It was falsifying government records. It was falsifying productivity and distribution records. And I knew that. I saw that. I would not be a party of that because that would compromise my integrity. That would compromise my principles. So when the manager discovered that, the manager above me discovered that I was not going to play this game. Nope, we are going to follow the rules, follow the regulations. And the employees knew that I would not compromise my principles. I will not take part in creating false records, creating false productivity figures. 
despite the fact that, sure, I would probably get between ten, fifteen thousand dollars, maybe ten, twelve thousand, somewhere around there, approximately. No, I'm not going to do it. At that point, you have to go ahead and think to yourself, what's your integrity worth? A short gain? Oh, well, yes, if I lie and cheat and manipulate the numbers and productivity figures, oh, yeah, I can probably get uh, $10,000, maybe twelve, fifteen thousand, dollars $15,000, whatever the case may be and stuff, right? But what would have I lost? I would have lost the trust and respect, the honor that my employees gave me. And that was worth more did any any bonus so when I discovered that the manager above me was going to go ahead and try to manipulate the figures so that she can gain this bonus I went to the plant manager which is above her and I told the plant manager well you know so-and-so is trying to manipulate the productivity figures she is actually running mail over and over again just to try to offset the productivity of other sections of the processing plant so that she can make those figures and actually meet the criteria for the pay for performance bonuses and he told me she's giving you an order to do something and i said yes i understand that she's giving me an order to do something and of course, you know, if you're in an organization and you're supposed to follow the rules and regulations and follow the directions of the people appointed above you, I said, I tell you what, let's go ahead and contact the postal attorney. I contacted the postal attorney on a conference call and I asked the attorney, if I falsify these documents, if I falsify these records, if I falsify this in order to meet these productivity figures. What are the consequences? And he told me straight up, well, Israel, this is what can happen. You can get up to 10 years in jail, a $10,000 fine. Okay, 10 years in jail, $10,000 fine, if I go along with this scheme. I thought to myself, okay, thank you. I hung up the the conference call and asked the plant manager. You heard it directly from the attorney's mouth. If I were to go ahead and do this, sign the documentation that says that the productivity figures is this and that, I can go to jail up to 10 years and be hit with a $10,000 fine. I don't know about you, but I got three children and, and, and a wife to take care of. Going to jail for 10 years is really not high on my list of things to do. So I asked the plant manager, what is it that you want me to do, knowing the fact that this is happening? And he told me in, in this voice, and I always remember it, and I, and I, I, try to, I always try to imitate it. It sounded a little bit like Rocky in the movie. But he says, well, you know, Israel, you know, you've got to go ahead and follow her directions. At that moment in time, the person who I actually thought had a lot of integrity. My plant manager, the person who I respected, basically revealed to me that he had no integrity. He was okay with it. He was okay with 
falsifying government documents in order to meet these standards and goals for this pay for performance. Sure, you know, he's going to stand to make $50,000 in bonuses. I can you know, I can see that. But at that moment, I, I realized that <laughs> I'm in a boat by myself. I'm in a boat by myself, surrounded by managers above me that have no integrity. So when I went back to work and I was taking a look at productivity figures and I'm like, nope, I'm not signing this, I'm not signing that. This is not legitimate. This is not truthful. Then I became a nuisance to the plant manager and the manager above me. They removed me from my job because of the fact that I would not compromise my integrity. I would not lie on a federal government document that can put me in jail. But, but that, that was something to totally, you know, so something else. Going to jail, sure, nobody wants to go to jail. But trying to make me change my principles and values, beliefs, I gained a lot of trust, honor, and respect from my employees, and I was not going to compromise that because their respect and trust was worth more than a bonus. Later on, I got another position in another state, and I was happy with that because I did not want to take part in a cover-up, a scheme, a scam, to actually manipulate documents and figures. And that's integrity. You, sometimes you have to think to yourself, what's my integrity worth? If you follow your moral compass, if you have your moral compass where it's supposed to be, you know what the decision is. You have to do the right thing, even if it means you're going to lose your job. Stand by your principles and morals, and people will follow you. People will do things for you. People will outperform anyone for you. And that's where I came up with the concept of leadership in motion. In 2002, when this was happening and stuff, right? And I saw that people will actually do more than they're expected to do because of the fact that I gained their trust, respect, and honor. And that's what leadership in motion is, is, is all about. It's getting people to do work through a collective effort because of moral principles and values. And what happens in an organization where there is no, no integrity, where the leaders have no integrity? What you see in those type of organizations our complacency, that people are just going through the motions. I really don't care whether this happens or that happens. This gets done, that gets done. Complacency. People just don't do it. Indifference. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> do it if you want to do it. I don't care. Indifferent. Lies. People will, will lie. Yeah, we did this. Yeah, we got that done. Got that. And that's when you actually follow up and see they never really, they never really did what they said that they're going to do. 
There was a lot of untruths. Anger. People, you know, I'm, I really hate being here. I really don't like this job. I don't like the, the, the people I work with. They have no honor. They have no, no integrity. A lot of anger stuff goes on. In some cases, some rare cases, right, violence, you know, where people are so upset and disenfranchised within their organization, violence can actually occur. And that's all due to the fact of an organization where the leadership has no integrity. Every day we go through uh, situations that, that actually challenge your integrity. And you have to think about it and do the right thing. Because that's the only way how you're going to get people to follow you. That's the only way how you're going to get people to, to go beyond, above and beyond, is integrity. I remember this one gentleman told me that an effective leader should be above reproach. You can't touch him. You can't touch this person because this person would be fair, honest, truthful all the time. Not half the time. Not only when it's convenient. No, all the time. And when you do that, people follow you. People are more than happy to do anything. You give them goals and expectations and, and they will rise above. They can actually outperform anyone. When you treat them with dignity and respect and, and practice integrity. This, this was a, an episode that I really wanted to talk about for quite a while. And I hope that, you know, you at least learned a little bit from my experience about what integrity is. Leaders with high integrity are probably the best mentors because they will teach you what it takes to move people, to move mountains, to get anything accomplished. Find a leader when I'm challenging you, challenging you in your organization or even outside of your organization. Find a leader, someone that you think is of high moral value, someone that could be a mentor. Even if it's not a formal mentor, just someone that you can actually look up to, someone that you can try to emulate. Find someone that can help you grow. And that's the sign of a good leader. A good leader with integrity helps people grow. A workplace should be a garden where, where you grow. And an effective leader comes around, waters, puts a little bit of a, maybe fertilizer here and there, you know, so that the garden grows. And then so you, be, you have a beautiful workplace. And everybody knows that they can trust and rely on each other. I'd like to thank you for uh, listening to my podcast. Hope I didn't ramble on too much. But uh, integrity is something that I, I really you know, feel that people should think about. And, and like for myself, I, I lost a job that I really, really enjoyed. But I would not compromise my principles. You should never compromise your principles. If you feel strongly about your principles and values, never compromise your principles. And I'm sure you've been challenged left and right. I have so many times. 
but never compromise your principles because you are the best you you can be. And if people can't see that and realize that, then you just need to go ahead and uh, maybe move on to somewhere else where people can actually appreciate you. I thank you, thank you, thank you for um, listening to my podcast. If you'd like to drop me a line, my email is leadershipinmotion036 at gmail.com. And as always, take the lead today for a better tomorrow. Thank you. Bye-bye. This has been Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Please subscribe to our podcast.